2: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Yes, Gerald is not here. I am Joe Soro, coming right back at you here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos inside Sports Fantasy Football Game Source. We appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. Please, if you can, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And please like, subscribe, and follow, or do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Shout out to my good friends at LakersBall.com. I know they're probably depressed right now. Uh, I'm getting there right now. You know, we got Stets, we got Stone here, we got Sean, we got John hopefully coming soon. Gerald will be here. Uh, He's playing a taxi right now in Vegas, but he will be here. Uh, What can I say? Um, A two and 10 start to the 22 23 season. And. The Lakers fought back valiantly, made a season-changing trade at the deadline, getting some young talent that actually came through the the last quarter of the of the season. Had a great first series against the two seed in Memphis, won that series four to two, and then played the at that time reigning champs and beat them four two, but. The pumpkin has arrived. Cinderella, it's midnight. Lakers go down against Denver at home for game four, getting the sweep, or I should say, getting the sweep. 4 0 in a game that at least gives us a little bit of, um, I guess, uh, respect to the Lakers for not quitting. It's unfortunate that they had such a huge lead at the half and couldn't hang on to it, but it's kind of indicative of what the series was. It's just lost opportunities, not making the shots when you were supposed to, and this is kind of where we're at. Um, Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, their first appearance in the NBA Finals. Uh, We'll see what happens in the Finals. I think it's pretty safe to say that Miami is going to be the Eastern participant should be a good series. I really don't care who wins at this point. It's off season for me, guys, and I'm ready for free agency and Stone. I know you're ready for the draft. Oh, oh boy, let's um, I mean, I guess uh, looking at looking at the stats here, we lo- we lose. We had a 20 point deficit in the third quarter, which I thought was kind of. I guess it's, it's it's coincidental that the the third quarters this year were always the bane of our existence and that ended up being the final nail in the coffin um stone uh what what did we see in the in the in the in the second second half that that pretty much gave us what we gave what we got here <laughs> help uh, me
3: okay. I mean we just saw a team that was fought really hard to get to where to get to that point uh just didn't have the the gas to keep going and didn't have uh the coaching i mean a lot of it uh to keep going uh you know playing tristan thompson and anthony davis lineups together and not really having out of bounds plays to capitalize on on moments that could have you know tied us um there's a couple of different factors at play here, but ultimately I think um, those are the two biggest is, is we were extremely tired for getting to where we got. Um, like we said, I mean, we've had to play every game. Like the narrative has been um, like every game step, It's been a game seven for us the past, like 30 games. Um, and, you know, we had to get into the plane. We've played really hard and played extra games. Uh, just to get us here. And I think that we um, did a really good job to get ourselves here uh, as a team with the roster that we had. Ultimately, I think there are roster improvements to be made to be- get us in a p- better position to where hopefully we aren't at this point next season and we can go farther. Um, and I think that there's... Improvements to be made, hopefully by the coaching, to to take lessons from this and learn moving forward, uh, for what not to do in um, situations like this. So, it's it's a tough loss. I didn't want us to get swept, but we did make it to the Western Conference Finals for being a team that was no one really expected us to get here. So, we started off poor. We ended really strong. Um, and, happy that i'm happy that we did what we could with the roster that we had uh and now i'm looking forward to improving that roster to get us further next year mm-hmm.
2: well the lakers go down 113 111 lebron had a career first half scoring 31 ended up with 40 points uh a near triple double i believe he was uh, 10 rebounds and nine assists uh, anthony davis uh Put in twenty-one and fourteen. Went nine of ten from the free throw line. Austin Reeves, seventeen points, uh, played forty minutes, made all his free throws. Even uh, Tristan Thompson, which I never thought uh, in a million years he'd get any legitimate time other than garbage time, actually played pretty well in the in the few minutes he played. Actually, kind of was inspiring watching him play. Uh, but the issue here, guys, is shot making, and shot making was ultimately. Uh, going through all the discussions, all the who sucks, and all the stuff about what happened in the beginning of the year and the trading deadline and Darvin Ham's coaching ability, all this, at least from my perspective, came down to the fact that the Lakers struggled to make a one-foot basket numerous times. And guys like D'Angelo Russell absolutely lost all their confidence once they knew that they weren't trusted and it never really, we never were able to get that back. Anthony Davis. I don't know what he can do in the off season other than sit under that basket and have someone use that, whatever that broom is with the cushion and just hit your layups with that freaking thing hitting you in the face. You were getting hit in the face all year anyways, might as well practice it with a cushion at least get used to getting baskets with contact. The Lakers could not hit an and-one and that like I'm going to go back to that play in game 1. LeBron doesn't hit that and-one right there. When you could have been down one instead of three and it kind of just carried all the way through. Every game was like this. Every game. And all you needed was a couple more things to do and this could have been a sweep on your end. It's crazy to say that, but then again, You are what you are. The Lakers are Dunski. Dunsky, (laughs) Dunsky, Yes. And uh, Sean, your assessment of the game tonight and what the future holds here. I'm still kind of coming down on this, but uh, I have a little bit of positivity on what the Lakers can do to salvage next year's season. But I'm also worried about the old age thing. So what's what's your take on this?
1: Uh, my take is, Joe, LeBron tried to level up to a superhuman level tonight. Yeah, he did have 40 points. He had 31 in the first half. He had seven in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, here's our stats. Two points, one of six from the field, 0 of one from three. He hit the side of the backboard to try and tie the game. And then his final attempt at the rim was blocked. So he ran out of gas. That's what happened to LeBron. He was trying to um, pick his spots with his energy. And he was feeling it in the first half. But the second half, he, he, he he needed to take a break, Joe. And that was the difference because... Rui and A D couldn't buy a bucket at the rim to save their life. At one point, A D was two of nine from the field. He picked it up in the fourth quarter. He was he A D was one of the only reasons why we were in it in the fourth quarter. Uh, surprisingly, even though he only finished with 21 points, um, big chunk of that came in the fourth. But at one point, he was 2 of 9 from the field. Rui was 3 of 10. Now, while inserting the Rui into the starting lineup made the Lakers a little taller, um, it's interesting it didn't really result in a better outcome because he was terrible finishing at the rim. And it seems like that's been a real big problem for him, not just in his time with the Lakers, but... In his time with the Wizards as well. So as far as the game was concerned, I thought the Lakers did some good things. But again, like you know, Jokic hits two crazy circus shots uh, from the outside. Uh, it, it was just their time. It was just their time. They they had role players contributing in this in this uh, series. Uh, each one of their superstars took over a game. And tonight it was uh, it was a mixture of all three, uh, very similar to the same recipe the Lakers had when they did it to the Nuggets in the bubble in 2020. I will say this though, aside from the g- game in the series being down 0-4, getting swept, I didn't think we'd be here. I'm just I'm just so blessed that we've had the. Uh, the time with uh, our audience and with uh, you gentlemen um, over the past six weeks because it hasn't been all pe- peaches and cream, even yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my ringtone. So anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to say yeah, starting out two and ten and then making it all the way to the Western Conference Finals is actually a pleasant surprise to me, and I'm I'm not pessimistic at all at what happened i'm discouraged that bad habits reared their ugly heads again it's like every bad habit we had defensively and from like a game management perspective and rotations as it concerns darvin ham just it just it was like an open wound and unfortunately joe the reason we got swept was because that uh, that open wound festered. It wasn't. It wasn't able to be cleaned. The cleanups didn't happen. You know, coming into this series, him was six and zero off a loss, right? And now he's six and three. He lost every game. So again, well, two and ten. Coming this far, being in the Western Conference Finals, I'm actually pleasantly surprised by this season. And I think they're just a couple players away, actually, because I like I like about six of the guys we have. We're probably gonna lose a couple, but I'm thinking if we keep the five or six that we have and build around that, I'm I'm feeling better about next year's team. Rafael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, Go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions
4: change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart.
2: The Lakers fall 113-111. LeBron with 40 points. Uh, I would say he had his best individual game here um, for the playoffs. Uh, his fourth, in the first his half.
1: Fourth, he had the worst fourth quarter of his, the playoffs. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's getting to a point where I, I don't want to go into the prognostications of what we're going to be doing in the summer. I want to kind of stick to what happened tonight and also the season a little bit. Uh, zangerstein has arrived Z-, Z I'm glad you're here uh welcome and we're gonna uh, get a good insight here from you on what you've kind of took from this game so let me know what what you thought about uh, the first half and of obviously what went wrong in the second half one second am I do I have you on mute hold on one second sorry Z are you there I guess Z's not here Sorry, folks. we have been having some technical difficulties here. We do have El Rob, though. El Rob. I was asking Zangerstein a, a question. I don't know what's going on over there, but uh, what uh, can you give us a breakdown of what happened in the first half and what the Lakers did wrong in the second half? And I guess it's what they really did wrong the entire series.
0: Yeah. First half, it was LeBron. LeBron just came out with the strong determination that uh, reminded everybody who he was and that he wasn't going to uh, let the team lose or at least go out without a strong fight. So uh, just incredible just to see how great he is and how much he still can do at uh, you know, 20, 20 years in. That was that was an incredible first half. Why do we lose? It really goes to the third quarter. I mean, we missed five, six point blank. Shots right at the rack, just like uh Ham said at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Rui missed two or three. Uh he missed one nice finger roll. He was right there. Um, Dennis missed a couple right there. Uh AD had one that uh I wouldn't say he missed. I think Joker made a good defensive play on him. Um, but we missed a lot of shots right at the rack, and, and they was it was pushing out, they were bursting out with Joker leading the pack and, and you know, and they scored. Uh you know, they got some fast break points on us. Um, that something they wasn't able to do in the first half. So uh, I think we played pretty good in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, I think we outscored them in the fourth quarter. Our defense was solid. We um, played much better defense. If we played that defense in the fourth quarter today, that if we played that defense today in a couple of other games, we probably would have won, at least one game two or a game three. So uh, that was that was impressive that they fought back. Denver's just a, you know just better, more cohesive team. More guys making big plays when it counts. So you tip your hat to them.
2: Yeah, it's it's again. I'm trying not to get into next level mode, even though I'm already starting to get there. Maybe probably starting tomorrow. I'm I'm ready to start thinking about the 22, 23, 24 season. The issues in this series were an issue throughout the year and that was preserving lebron james and we were trying to get someone to back up anthony davis by acquiring mobamba unfortunately mobamba did not come through there so you had ad and lebron taking a lot of time being the guys and as as well as rui played in spots as well as austin played in spots Uh, Before this series, even as as D'Lo played well every now and then, it's not enough. It wasn't enough. The Lakers needed – they needed a third guy that they could rely on to make the shot, and we couldn't get that guy. Or – and I know Stone's probably going to agree with me on this one – is Darvin could not set up an offense to get it to the guys that could actually make an open shot on a regular basis because Austin was making shots – regularly especially when he was open I would say close to 40 45 percent I don't have the statistics on on me but I would say that that's there now word is already starting and it's it started even a week ago uh we're gonna start hearing these Kyrie rumors now how how that turns out I'm not gonna get into that yet but I'm gonna say this that's exactly what they need in terms of the talent side Now, Kyrie brings a heck of a lot more than talent, unfortunately, to any team he's at. Plus, you have to also understand he is in Dallas at the moment. He is in the state of Texas, and a max contract there is worth more than any max contract anywhere else at that point. And and, and not only the CBA terms, but also in the state of, you know, the particular state he's in. So, Kyrie. I've always said there are a few guys that will take less to play somewhere, but very rarely. And I don't see that. Not, I don't see that happening. I don't see him taking a huge pay cut to come play in LA it would have to be some kind of a trade. And then at the same time, you have Mark Cuban running things over there. He's not going to want to help the Lakers. So what the Lakers need to do now is they need to really sit down and soak in the season, deal with the, the depression. And then, start figuring out how they're gonna preserve at least LeBron James for maybe another year or two if that's what if you can do that and you have the right talent around them you can you can maybe get one more one more shot at getting a title and that's kind of where we're at so stone um another thing I noticed in this game was the the Lakers just I don't know it what I have to give credit to Denver. You know, I, we're not giving credit to Denver. We're sitting there and we're saying that, that the offense was stagnant. They couldn't get a shot out. If you watch Denver playing defense, they were on them like glues several times. So you have to look at that. Instead of just being some Yahoo on some chat, not our chat, even though there are a few, and just saying, they suck. Oh, he sucks. You know, after a while, you're gonna someone's gonna lose. It's like sitting there going, well, you're LeBron's gonna lose, LeBron's gonna lose, LeBron's gonna suck. Well, eventually he's gonna retire and you'll be done, right? Like that, 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 that holds no water. In this case, LeBron played his butt off the first half, and it showed, it showed that when LeBron can LeBron, you get a 15-point lead. When LeBron doesn't LeBron, you lose that lead in what? Three minutes? We have, to, we have to get someone else to help LeBron and AD. And AD, if I had to put a goat on, and not, not greatest of all time, I'm talking about a goat of this game, Le- AD missing those chippies absolutely was a dagger, at least to me. They killed us. He makes half of those bunnies, and we're going to Denver on Wednesday. And that's, that's, that's the tough part. That's the tough part about that because that's your guy. That's the, that's the star and his prime guy. And that that part that part is what's kind of starting to sink in right now and kind of depressing me because we should be going to Denver right now.
3: Yeah uh, whenever you're in I mean uh a series like this it's there's always two sides to it right it's not just one team one team won and one team lost and it there's a mix of both one team not playing good enough and one team just playing better uh and Denver played better. Um they have most likely the best player in the world right now making insane turnaround jump like one-footed jump shot threes um they're able to do so much offensively because of how talented he is and play off of him in so many different ways uh defensively they're all bigger than us uh, It's really tough for us to get in the rebounding battle because of just how big they are um they're also have really talented defenders i mean gordon and kcp are like really good defenders. Uh, Bruce Brown is another extremely good defender. So you have a lot of guys that can run around the perimeter, uh, which, you know, it hurts us because we need our perimeter players to really play well because LeBron and AD, you you need help. I mean, in every series you're in, you can't just rely on one or two players. You need multiple players to to help and chip in. Uh, And the Nuggets are are really good at making sure those guys are, make it tough for them to get involved and they're I mean they are just the better team that's what it comes down to they they outplayed us in this series the Lakers played really well I'm not going to sit here and say you know the Lakers are got absolutely we got swept but we every game wasn't a blowout we played well uh the Nuggets are just they're younger they had more gas in them they're better uh with they have the best player out of the series Uh, and he played like it so uh, there's always two sides to it Uh, we we didn't play well enough um, because of other factors and Denver played better than us so uh, you can't just say that it was a fluky thing and in the Lakers you know they should have won all these games Uh, there's a couple games that you know could have gone the Lakers way but in the end uh, I think even if the Lakers won two of those games, Denver probably still beats us. Just they're, they have a better team than us, I think, currently. Their roster is better. Um, and I think ultimately the coach, despite him rubbing a lot of people the wrong way, I think the coach does know what he's doing in terms of their offense and how to maximize Jokic. So it is what it is. Um, and hopefully we can get to their level by next year uh, in, in some way or another.
2: Lakers lose 113-111 to the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets are off to their first finals appearance in franchise history, uh, at least in the NBA. So Denver's going to try to be the second team from the ABA originally to win a title, the one and only San Antonio Spurs, still the only ABA team to have won a title in the NBA. Uh, L L Rob. I keep wanting to say Lee Rob, which is what your name is, but uh, everyone calls you L Rob. So I'm gonna i call, call that works, so that's good. I'm gonna call you Lee Rob because I think I want to be different. I don't want to just be like everyone else. Uh, Lee Rob, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta kind of again. I'm I'm trying not to go into next year, but it's gonna be. It, it, it kind of tailors into what what happened in the series and what Stone said about um, going six and zero after losses and then losing the last three. I should say Sean said that. Uh, where can Darvin Ham improve this offseason? What what could he have done in this series that would have maybe changed a few things, or could he have? Because my opinion is, I don't really think he could have done anything because there were plays all four games that could have dictated a win in any of those games. And I'm sorry, guys, but Darvin Ham doesn't make those shots, right? You can tell when someone's not coaching well. You've been If you've been watching the Miami Boston series, you see the difference now. I'm not going to get on Joe Mazzula on too much because that guy got thrown into this at the beginning of the year, and I feel like it's unfair that if, if the rumors are true that they've that that they've stopped paying attention to him. That, that, that I think that's disrespectful because that that's not he came in not he came in ready to be an assistant coach, not to be a head coach of a of a, of a, of a ch- title contender. So where does dart where could have Darvin Ham maybe? changed a couple things and helped us here? And then what what can we expect him to improve on, hopefully, for next season? Yeah.
0: I guess you can always look. I think everybody can look at it and say they could have did something better. Every player. And so every – and, and Darwin Ham's no exception. So coaches. Um, although I agree with you. He did a – I thought he did a very good job and the team just didn't – just didn't make enough plays. Um, what could he have done? I guess he could have benched D'Angelo earlier. He could have put Tristan Thompson, gave him positive minutes, and was able to keep AD fresh. AD came in the fourth quarter and that was his best quarter. I mean, he showed, he showed some legs. He I think he scored 10 of his 21 in the fourth quarter. And I attribute that to him getting some rest while uh Tristan Thomas was in there, you know, Thompson was in there battling. So. Today, I thought he made the good good moves. I guess you got to figure out, you know, Vanderbilt. I mean, he had guys that just didn't bring a whole lot to the party, and it's kind of hard to mask some of those things. Um, maybe in the fourth quarter, run some more plays for Austin Reeves. Austin was getting into the lane in the third quarter, finishing or either drawing fouls. So maybe when the, the offense bogged down in the fourth a little bit, instead of running things with LeBron, who was clearly – um, somewhat fatigued, maybe go Game One, Grizzlies, and and put the ball in Reeves' hands. But that's hindsight, you know. I mean, it's easy in hindsight for us to sit back and say he possibly could could have did this and that. I thought uh, I thought he he coached very well. He he, he acquitted himself well. Uh, players didn't make plays. Um, AD's got Jokic one on one tie ball game. Jokic you know, beats him to the basket and, you know, I mean, Lakers filed two three-point shooters like you mentioned earlier. That's six points you gave him right there. Joker hit a, you know, uh, exceptional defense by AD and he hits another one of those step-back threes. I think he did that twice today, actually. So, I mean, just, it's more what Denver did right and, and, and less on what Darvin Ham could have did differently in, in my eyes. Would have been nice to see, you know, D'Lo, Have a decent game. It would have been nice to see Vanderbilt make more of an impact. Um, He tried to go Lonnie Walker fourth today. You know, he's stepping out of bounds with, you know, six minutes to go in the game. You can't do that. Yeah.
2: And that's, that's, those are good points here. So let's, let's look at the role players and how, how their role determined this series ending. So you had D'Angelo Russell, who was your starting point guard. Who didn't really nothing for four games? Lonnie Walker won us a playoff game in the previous series. He didn't really. He couldn't tail in from that in this series. Uh, Schroeder played well in spurts. Uh, Reeves played well. I would say probably the third best uh, out of out of the out of the twelve that that were on the team. I mean Vando. Vando is so deficient in offense. I wasn't surprised that he couldn't do anything on offense, but I did think that he'd play a little bit better defense, and that didn't that didn't come to any. I think the moment was too big for him. I, I mean, with that some of those corner threes he was taking looked like, Peja Stojakovic's threes in two thousand two. It it was I don't even, you could tell it wasn't going to go in from the moment he caught the ball. You could just see it, and confidence. I think played a gigantic role. It just played a huge role in a lot of the guys that were on the Lakers. They yeah. could not bust through Yeah, LeBron that lost confidence in D- D'Angelo. He wouldn't pass on the ball.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. backing in. D'Lo's wide open about – I've seen that about three, two or three times. He's wide open, and you know LeBron loves giving it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I – I think that's he a great point, Brick, right? He did break up his first three-pointer and then he touched real LeBron's like mm, yeah. no. That's one not one thing
2: one one thing I have noticed is I have not noticed the LeBron uh drive and dish. I, I feel like I rarely saw that, even in the whole even in the playoff uh series that we won. So that puts so much pressure on LeBron and AD, and just they couldn't make mistakes, they had to make every shot. And AD's AD's misses magnified everything because the Lakers couldn't make an open shot on a regular basis. And Denver, they had Aaron Gordon hitting open shots, and he's not even a good shooter. So that's that's really the the, the problem here. Is they it's 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 kind of regurgitated here. It's a broken record. But at the end of the day, those guys made the shots and we didn't. Lakers didn't. And this is a shot making league, and it was. More evidence in this series than ever before, which is just sad because I, in, in no way, anyone predicted a, a sweep here unless you're being kind of obnoxious. It's just, it's sad. It's sad that it had to end this way. Um, the Lakers are 0 9 uh, when going down 3 0. That is, That is don't like that stat. I don't like that stat, but they did play their butts off and it did, they should have won this damn game. It's like they should have won the last three games, but at what point are we going to? keep dwelling on it. I want I want some kind of I want some kind of reassurance that this summer there's going to be a few things that are going to change next year. Not that they've gotten out of this Westbrook problem the last 18 months or 2 years I should say. They finally got through that and they were able to make a little run here, but where we go from here is a, again a discussion will probably continue probably starting tomorrow. We will do some previews of what's going on in, in an upcoming series depending on how the heat and the Celtic game go tomorrow, and then obviously the finals. But uh, Stone, uh, what I want to ask you this. It, it, again, it, it, is there any chance, and I, I've, I've asked you this off air, but I want you to tell our, 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 our chat peeps out there. Is there a chance, and, and the reason why I'm asking you this question is because there was a moment where the, the Spurs in the early 2010s Had a little run because they drafted or I should say they traded for a player who was picked 15th, who wasn't expected to be what he ended up being, Kawhi Leonard. And they ended up going to -to back-to-back finals, should have won in 13, but did win in 14. And Tim Duncan was, to say he was a shell of himself is an understatement, but still had enough leadership and enough talent to guide that team into what I thought was probably one of the greatest coaching seasons I've ever watched by uh, Greg Popovich. Do the Lakers have somebody in this draft that they can get that could be a Kawhi Leonard type that late in the draft?
3: I'll say that it's there's always a chance of something happening with outlier development. Development isn't linear and every player has their own pathway. Um, and, and sometimes, I mean, nobody sees it. Like, nobody saw Jokic, who got picked at 41st, being the player he is today, or else he wouldn't have gone 41st, right? Like, there's there's always things like that that happen. The higher the pick, the higher the possibility. I think that there's a couple of guys in this draft that could we could definitely take that will outperform the 17 num- numerical ranking, Right, that that maybe have a chance of getting an all star too. The only guy I think in this draft to me that could maybe be like a five time plus all star in the right circumstance and context in context would be like Nick Smith Jr. because I think he's fallen quite a bit since his high school days, and I think that there's a lot of college circumstances that made him made it a difficult year for him in this. Uh, season and I think that that's a guy I would definitely look at at pick 17 Uh, I have him sixth on my board I think that he in the right context could be that sort of like multi-time all-star guy I don't know if I see like a Kawhi like you know perennial all-NBA type player in this draft uh, at 17 because I mean by the time we're picking at 17 I just think Outside of the outlier development, I talked about a lot of those guys that have that potential are going to be gone. Um, I think there's a couple guys that could drop to 10, 12 range that I would think have a decent chance of it. And if the Lakers could use 17 and, and like pick 47 or like a future pick swap or 17 and Max Christie or something, I think that the, it's worth going up for a couple of those guys in that range. And I'm sure I'll talk to Gerald about who those players are in an upcoming episode at some point. But um, I, I think that there's opportunities for this Lakers team to get a really good player at 17 and, and a useful player at pick 47 or package them up. If a guy falls to 11, 12 and, and get someone that has a chance of making you know, multiple all-stars. But again, the likelihood generally at that sort of range is fairly low. Um, i not saying it can't happen or won't happen, but the odds are generally stacked against you when you're picking at, at 17 that you're going to get that kind of player.
2: Yeah, the, the reason why I asked is because I'm trying to get to a point here with the Lakers where they, they, they got to focus on what they can control. And what they can control is the fact that they do have a 17th pick and a 44th pick, and they actually pulled two guys that were not even drafted. One is a defensive player. I'm sorry. One is a first-team all-defensive player, and the other is in his second season who was the third-best player on this team and is showing a lot of promise to getting better. And youth and skill set is what's going to preserve the older guys. If the Lakers want to win a championship, they're going to need to hit at 17 at the very least. And that right there is in my opinion, a big focus on what's going on. And and, and and I'd say 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, I wouldn't even be thinking about this. I'm like 17. I don't know who the hell we're going to get. I don't think it's going to matter. But I think player development, I think lack of identifying, like you said, Stone, of, 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 of what the talent is out there. I think things have changed. And the Lakers have done one thing very well, even though they've been through this decade-long kind of mediocrity or just not – good is they've been really good at developing young players and I don't know how the summer is going to turn out I don't I don't know how the structure of the salary is going to go I don't know how cheap the Lakers might go that's going to be the question because I do remember when Dr. Bus was in charge Dr. Bus did not care about spending money if it meant them winning a title but as soon as they weren't going to compete for a title that's when he's sort of scaled back and i i kind of sense that genie's likely going to do that although the rules right now are a little worse than they were 20 years ago so i don't know it's going to be it's going to be a question mark uh and how they're going to acquire talent in the summer because right now we obviously have to sign a couple guys that are crucial to continuing this 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 team the way it's structured and then what do you do with D'Angelo? Like, if there was one guy we did not need to stink in this series, it was D'Angelo. Because you're you, how are you going to – you can't let him go either. Like, what are you going to do? And who's going to trade for him? I don't know. But, Gerald, welcome uh, from – I'm assuming you were at the uh, airport.
4: That's correct. Just uh, had to, a flight come in early for someone, so I had to go ahead and grab them. It's got to get the so brother-in-law's should, in-laws sh- taken care of. So, so should we start
2: calling you the Uber father of, of no. Lakers Fast Break? Okay. No, you should not. Okay, yeah. I I wanted, I wanted well, to I ask,
4: take care of him. Hey, Al Rob, got to go hey, ahead and take care of
2: Al Rob. First so off, I'm going I'm to pass the baton back to the oh, – hold on. No, you're the host Pat?
4: today, man. Are you're you the sure? host. Okay, I'm just a lonely to... guest. Okay. I am just a lowly guest.
2: Okay, so you want you you don't want to be the anchor. You want me to be the you, anchor still you, at the end? Okay. You started so,
4: this, you got the, all the buttons. I'm in as a guest. So I okay. Will stay so
2: this. so I've asked, I've asked Stone and El Rob uh, Lee Rob. I'm gonna call him Lee Rob because no one calls him Lee Rob. Lee Rob. I've asked Lee Rob and I've asked Stone about tonight's game, the series in general, and a little bit of the future. I didn't want to go too deep into it, but what, how did it feel while you were on the road? Did, was it, was it, was it a sinking feeling knowing that the inevitable was coming or did you have that hope that they might be able to sneak this out so they can get to Denver on Wednesday?
4: Well, if you saw on our playback.tv fast break, uh, you know, highlights, if you saw in the chat, I put there with two minutes left and they hit that shot. I say game over. I thought the game over was at that point. I mean, you know, kudos to the Lakers for even getting back into it and tying the game. And, you know, they had two chances to win. And we've talked about this all season, LeBron James needing to go to the basket when the game is on the line. We talked about this in Boston, how much we liked it. You know, we, we know what the situation was and we had the foul and all that, but I will say this, you know, the, the first shot he took with the fadeaway was awful with the shot, a shot clock running out. But the fact that he did go to the basket, you know, with, with just a few seconds left, I think that's exactly what you want him to do. You want him to go, you know, he was fouled, but you know what, they're not going to call it in that late situation. So we'll just have to go ahead and say, you know what nuggets won. we made the mistakes down the stretch, Joe and, and stone called it with the fouls and the three point shooters on not one, but two occasions. That's the, that's the game in a nutshell, but that third quarter all season long has been bad. And we've been, for the most part, the worst NBA team in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And it, it it just showed itself to today. But before we go ahead and ask your next question, Joe, the host for today, the host with the most, I will say this. I've got a big thank you for first off for you, L Rob Stone. Uh, Sean, uh, I guess Sean had left, so had some internet issues with, you know, like he, he has sometimes, so I do apologize for that. But everybody that's been a part as far as a panelist that's taken the time out of their day to go ahead and talk to you fans out there about the Lakers all season long, I've got nothing but big props for you. But also, big props as well, just as big for everybody out there in the chat that listens or watches us and has over the course of the season. My thanks to you for catching us all season long. And we're not done by a long shot. We got all the smirk. We got, we're going to do a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to go ahead. Got a lot, a lot of programming lined up for you. We're going to go ahead and make sure your, your summer is filled with nothing but the Lakers fast break.
2: Very eloquently said there, Gerald. Normally I, am uh, not big on compliments, but I think being that it's the end of the year kind of feels like, and he lets a, me a, off the hook for once. A, a bittersweet graduation of the season, which is what this is. Thank you for for those kind words and everyone out there. Just so you guys know, there is a there is a wave that's that's being just 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 accumulating here. Uh, it's an organic wave. It is it's nature's wave. This is not us throwing advertising things here or that. This is all homegrown. The audience is growing here, guys. And the reason why it's growing is because we have guys that know this game know the lakers know the nba know what's coming like stone hansen we got great storytellers like sean the magic man grice we have gerald who's kind of the glue in all this and has uh the kind of play-by-play voice to put everything together and then you got l rob and laker tom and uh, Zangerstein, who, who who came onto our show last week for the first time, and absolutely blew me out the water in terms of her knowledge and her execution of what she was analyzing during during the series and all and the season as well. So we're we're very very happy with the progression of the show. Uh, I have I rarely watch the competitor show because I always feel like I don't want to focus on that, but. In the few times that I do see what's out there, it's, it doesn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, call me biased. I don't know if I'm getting what I would want to get from those shows. That's here. What's here is you've got, you got answers to the question. You got people who know the history. You know, that's another thing that's important. We know the history of this thing in depth history. And as long as you guys keep listening we're going to be here even when we lose. And I'll t- I told this to Gerald a few times the last few weeks. There were times when we were losing those games, even in the playoffs, where I didn't want to come on to the show. But that would have been a disservice. And the few times that I haven't been able to make it, people are calling for us. When the audience, and this is what's more important than anything when it comes to this kind of forum, when the audience wants you on, you are supposed to be on. Just like when a coach needs his player to play it's the same concept. You got to suck it up and be here, otherwise you're a selfish. You know what? If you don't show up, so that's kind of our mindset here, and it's going to continue to be the mindset until you see us on billboards and you see us with broken mics and making funny faces on on on, on advertisements with all the all the big wigs out there. And believe me, it's coming, guys, because we're, we're preparing for it. We're
4: signaling the ref for a quick timeout. But we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.
2: So, Lakers go down 113-111, get swept by the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets were the one seed. The Denver Nuggets were the team to beat from the summer. If you guys go back, we do have receipts of that. I wanted to talk myself into believing that the Nuggets weren't anything because the Lakers were the best because that's my team. I, again, will make the confession that I was full of crap. I turned into that hopeful stuff in my brain to make it happen crap which is totally not my personality but I know it does give people the positive and the feel good feelings of that but I will say this this is probably the one and done for me um from here on out you will never hear me say something that's not completely truthful unless it's come some kind of a joke because I did fear Denver I did think Denver would win this series without telling anybody I did I just thought you can see sometimes is that the, the team just has it and they had it and they proved it. And now they're going to have to probably mess with a team that wants to make up for the 2020 loss. Cause I believe Miami was only going to lose to one team. If the Lakers were to have won the series and that would have been the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But I think Miami takes Denver in the finals. If I had to make a prediction now.
4: Well, there so you go.
2: Let's talk to, uh, I know Rob has been sitting waiting. Rob, I, I, I know we've talked about the series and I know we've talked about what might be coming here. What's your prediction for can we say Miami or is it too 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 early? No, no. team
0: has ever come back from 3-0, so I guess So that's 100.
2: In, but, so so uh, as I, of right now, yeah. In NBA history, going back to the history thing, guys. Anyone who's gone 0-3 has lost a is is uh, has lost 150 times out of 150 times.
0: And yeah. tomorrow I think, Might be 151. That, I think about 85 uh, percent oh, of them have uh, have um, even if they won one game, they they lost in five. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't bode well for the Celtics. But, you know, hey, they still breathing. So who knows? Anything can happen. But I think Denver wins it. I think Denver would take Miami. I think they have a. Uh, I think uh, they have a Miami have a problem with with the big man so I don't see what Miami can do to slow down Joker and he's got shooters all around him um, I'll, tell and, I'll tell you got, why and Boston Boston doesn't have the discipline to defend um, to defend Miami they you know they're getting sucked in on the drives and, and leaving shooters and that team's just a mess right now so Denver's got the discipline I mean you see you, there's a certain thing only so much coaches can do. Coaches can draw up the play, but you got to have players with the IQ to make plays. Jamal Murray left his man. He seen LeBron coming and he left his man. He, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to leave my man and gamble. LeBron's not going to dish it to him. And if he is, I'm not worried about him and I'm going to make it difficult for him to finish. Tied LeBron up and, and pretty much won the game with that. One defensive play. and it was another game that he made a good defensive play. So that team is playing, you know, they're playing pretty, pretty, pretty smart basketball, but Miami's playing great too. So should be a good contest. I don't know. I'm, you know, what Miami was down, down six and what, five minutes ago in the elimination game for him in the second playoff in the second play in game to the Bulls. And ever since then, I, I haven't been a believer, but so I guess I'm not going to start believing in them now. I'm, I'm loving them beating Boston, but I thought they'd lose to Milwaukee. I did knew, I did pick them to beat the Knicks, but I, you know they did it a lot easier than I thought. I definitely picked Boston to beat them. So I'm not a, uh, you know, Denver, I, you know, I've been a believer in them like you guys for, for most of the season. They just, you know, I felt Joker was the best, has been the best player. I mean, he's won two MVPs, but um, ever since he won my fantasy league, I've been been big on Joker, just watching what he him dominate. So, what, what is Bam going to do? Go ahead, Joe, tell me. stop him?
2: Here's where I think there's an advantage for Miami. Denver has a whining issue. They were able to get away with it with the Lakers because the Lakers couldn't make shots. But and and I, I Bruce Bowen, Bruce Brown. I keep wanting to call him Bruce Bowen. Bruce Brown. Better not yap too much. Otherwise, you might see him turn... You, you might see a problem there against Miami. The issue with Denver is their coach has this Doc Rivers kind of whining-type atmosphere. Yeah,
0: he's pretty snarky. Yeah.
2: yeah. if If Miami steals game one, you're going to see Denver start to tighten up. They're going to start to whine more. They've already been whining in these games, but they're going to whine even more when they're that close. So watch out for that. I would say watch out for that. See how their mental part, more parts work on that. Because right now you look at somebody like Spolstra, you look at Jimmy Butler, you look at Duncan Robinson, you look at that Bam Adebayo, they're, they're, they don't, they don't, they don't look like anything's messing with them. They're, they're, they're there to kill people. And again, and and they are looking back at 2020 and going, we got to get our title. They believe that that was their title, even though they lost, they got work too. I mean, they played well, don't get me wrong, but they believe that that's their title. So now they're going to try to make up for it. I don't know if it'll go seven, but I know it'll be competitive, but I'm picking Miami in that that series just because I think they have a little bit more mental fortitude and I think they have the better coach and I think they have the better prime, the prime time player. I know Jokic is the, you know, back-to-back MVP before the season, but Perimeter guys that have that kind of skill set usually have a little bit more of a say in games like this, but we'll see. We'll get a chance to see it. Stone, what's uh what, what you know before we shut down here for the night? What's what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the next series and what's your prediction on that series?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think any team that is uh wing their conference final series has a legitimate chance to win the finals so um i'm not gonna discount either team i think on paper i would probably pick denver i just think that they have the better roster uh in my opinion um not that miami doesn't have a good one i just think that denver to me makes more sense just with the talent that they have i think they have better tough shot makers outside of Jimmy Butler that, that the Heat do. I think Bam's going to defend Jokic as good as Jokic has seen. Uh, I think uh, at least if they're going for a one-on-one type thing, uh, they might adjust, obviously, as the series goes on. But if they start with Bam on Jokic, despite Jokic being probably three, four inches taller and 50 pounds heavier, I think Bam is really solid uh, in terms of coming out further on Jokic being mobile enough to defend him out further. Um, I think that the heat obviously have, uh, really solid defenders, uh, on their own. So it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good series. Uh, I wish the Lakers were in it, but uh, I think between those two, it'll be a fun series. And I would pick Denver. I think, I still think Denver has a good coach. I think Spo is definitely the better coach of the two, but, uh, I just think I buy Denver's talent a little bit more than Miami. Good assessment there,
2: Stone. I, I can't disagree with it. Uh, Gerald, what's your thoughts on the next series, as depressing as it is, that we couldn't get a redux of the 2020 finals?
4: Uh, and, and that's a very sad thing for us here today. Again, mistakes down the stretch by the Lakers in all four of these games cost us. and And it was that close, but... We could take solace in the fact that, unlike Boston, we didn't give up. Uh, and, uh, you know, it just comes down to the point where Miami is going in with a lot of momentum. Uh, they're the underdog. But I'm going to say right now, Joe, that home court advantage by Denver is really something, especially with the thin air. And I don't even care how much preparation that you think you have for it, even though it will be spaced out as far as days, since it's probably not going to go, to you know, exactly Every other day, like we've been seeing, I think where they're going to space it out a little bit more of the finals uh, starting what on the first, you know, so if, if they get it finished tomorrow, uh, you know, you could have several days off, which would be great rest for both teams. But I really think, though, that the climate is and thin air is going to still be an issue for Miami and I, I'm still picking uh, Denver. I think Denver once you start to see him as I said so in the previous round when the Lakers were playing Golden State and I said they were the toughest challenge for the Lakers and I meant it they can throw size they can throw some speed at you and they can throw they they have a nice little roster they have some backups that are playing pretty good and Bruce Brown's playing with an edge i really think right now Denver's going to go ahead and take it
2: wow so you all feel Denver i'm the
0: only one that's picking Miami
4: yeah, I used, uh, Jimmy F and Butler, but yeah, the,
0: the, uh, Jokic no, is just a monster. I mean, if Miami, one thing Spoel going to do he, that I wish the Lakers would have did a little bit more was move Jokic around on defense. So yeah. Denver is going. I mean, Miami will will expose him on defense more, and he'll be matched up on some three point shooters, and he won't be able to, to kind of sag in the paint. I wish they the Lakers would have just moved AD around a little bit more and let him attack Jokic. It seems like every time AD went. He tried to go straight line, and you gotta make Jokic you know, change. You know, change direction. You uh, his uh, lack of mobility against him, and he he didn't do that. And uh, that's the one thing Miami will do. So now, if they can expose that, then uh, then I think they have a legitimate shot. But
2: Denver's gonna have to win the first two at home for me to say, okay, I think this, I think Denver's pretty much gonna do this. If Miami steals a game in Denver, there's gonna be a problem. The problem the Lakers have is something that Miami hasn't shown which is missing open shots that is everything right now in these series one team is missing the other team is making the team that's making is up 3-0 now it's 4-0 and then Miami is now trying to get their sweep it's 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 it's, it's part of why I I just I didn't think that I said at the beginning of the series, I said, if Denver makes their shots, they're going to win, which they did. I just didn't know the Lakers were going to play this bad. I didn't know D'Lo was going to play this bad. I thought he would have his – let's say if they they went six, if he played three bad games and three good games, we would have probably won the series. But LeBron and AD could not do it by themselves. They've been doing it by themselves for too long. They got – at least LeBron got burnt out. and I think AD got mentally fatigued. I think if anything with AD – uh, I think he's he's going. He was just mentally fatigued. Those chippies are are a focus thing, um, and he just he didn't seem to have it. And we'll we'll take that into the off and and see kind of how that develops. Uh, do you guys think that LeBron is having surgery this summer? I know there has this hasn't been talked a lot about. I'll ask you, Stone. What's what's your assessment on that? Have you heard anything about about LeBron's foot and what he might need to get it back to hundred percent?
3: I don't know exactly what's wrong with this fit, so because of that, I can't really say, you know, one way or another, what he's going to have done this off-season. Um, if he does need surgery, I'd expect it happens, you know, probably within the next couple of weeks. I'll he says he won't tell
4: us. You would never know. That's what he told the press.
3: And they'll find out. <laughs> they they have their ways. Okay. Um, Look for but...
2: shams uh, inside the locker room stuff. He finds yeah. out from maybe he finds out from a family member that's
3: paying him. But I don't know. I don't. I, to me, the bigger worry is LeBron's age, um, headed into next season. He's not. He's not going to get any better uh, as as each season goes on. He's he's thirty eight. It every player starts declining at some point. I mean, it's just reality. You can't ignore it. And I think we saw a little bit of that this season. Uh, obviously tonight he played exceptionally, but this series, I think we started to see a little bit of that. And I think next year it's obviously some of it could be attributed to the foot, but each year it's going to get a little bit more and more noticeable. So I think for me, that's my bigger fear uh, than the foot.
4: And that's something I, I wanted to bring up. Stone has said this uh, time and time again, it, it, before the season started, you, you know, L Rob, Joe, We talked about this. You said give AD that one more season because we were talking at that time about trading AD and should we trade AD going back and forth on it. And Stone has it right as far as, you know, we will probably as an organization, the Lakers will probably hold on to AD and LeBron longer than we should have. And we're going to go should have, would have, could have on that. But, you know, I don't think LeBron will ever get traded unless he wishes to be traded, but AD, he's going to probably get older and older a lot quicker than what we're hoping for. Yeah, but you can let him
2: play out his contract uh, when it when when likely it would be the right time to let him go. I don't obviously the, the way they came through this season and his ability to play defense. You can't. You're not going to find anybody better out there, anyways. AD, I, I I think the focus for AD is to. There needs to be something in his training this summer that takes him into an MVP level. Uh, it's time. I mean, it's way past his time. He should have won an MVP a couple of years ago. And I think he needs to use this offseason as a springboard to being the best player in the NBA for the 23-24 season. If he's not that guy, it's going to just be harder for this team to have a chance at winning another title because I believe that's the part that's going to be important to control. The draft at 17 is in your control and that's because of the way you played this year. The way Le- uh, AD played this year to finish it off, That should that's in your control to improve on that and try to make sure that next year is a year that you've never had before where you're an MVP or at least close to an MVP so that you have a chance at winning. LeBron, LeBron cannot play more than 30 minutes a game in any game the rest of his career. Cannot. If you want to use LeBron's experience and his all-time great games every now and then, which he still will likely have, you have to preserve him. You cannot use him like you used him this year. Understood that we had to use him the way we did because we had no choice. But next year, you don't have a problem like a Russell Westbrook or a Patrick Beverly. You have an option now to do something this summer to bring in someone that can Cover those minutes, and you have to sit down with Anthony Davis and go, Anthony, you play a part in this. You need to make sure that when you're out there and LeBron is sitting, that nothing changes. It's like, oh, it's almost worse because Anthony Davis is on. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I don't know if AD has that 82-game mindset plus playoffs. I think he has it for 60 games during the year and he has it for maybe three fourths of the, of the time in the playoffs. If, if that's who he's gonna be, you have to have a third guy that can make shots when you need it. And that's kind of where we're at on that. And uh, with that, I wanna thank Stone Hanson, Lee Robb and Gerald, the pod father, Glassford for allowing me to host the show tonight. Sean Grice, I know uh, communication sucks Sometimes the internet traffic gets to you even though there's no traffic on the road for you. I want I'm sorry that you weren't able to finish the show with us here tonight, but we're going to get up we're going to take care of that hopefully soon enough where we're not going to have this communication issues. That's going to come down to you guys that are out there supporting us. The more of you that are out there liking, subscribing and watching, the more things come our way so we can make sure Sean's internet works. That's very very important. So, oh, and we well, let me just need... let me just say this. Let me just say this
4: before we go, because I sent each one of you uh, the numbers from what was it, uh, September twentieth was a show that you and I did, Joe, all the way to March. Or, excuse me, till May, to May twentieth. So that's September to May. So that's eight months. In that eight months, uh, we what I showed the numbers like seventy thousand of our hundred thousand views plus was done during that time. To give you an idea, over 80% of our subscribers that we've gained have come in that time, and just to tell you and just to show you that how well and you know fast we've grown, we're just so thankful because of you. And again, we'd like to keep that same thing going through the off season. That's we've got goals we want to set, we've got shows we want to do. I know Laker Tom and, and Jamie Sweet, they want to do their own thing. the 12 on the weekends. There's a whole bunch of things. L Rob is going to hopefully come back on and destroy Sean Grice and Joe and Trivia and so much more. Stone Hansen for the interviews that I've got lined up for him. So we've got a whole ton of stuff lined up for you all summer long, but we need your help. If you know somebody out there that's a Lakers fan, please let them know about the Lakers fast break. We need that word of mouth. I mean, if you want Trevor Lane, if that's who you want as the guy that represents Laker Nation, by all means. It's been very difficult. If you want Anthony Irwin representing what you guys want out there for your Lakers Nation, by all means. But I don't think that's the case. It's been very
2: difficult not to say Laker Nation. I've been saying Laker Nation for years. But the problem now is it's, it's a moniker for the competition. So, yes. we can't really say Lakers Nation without you thinking of Laker Nation. Uh-huh. And we're not tied to the Laker organization. We're not tied to being, I guess, tied verbally. We're not up in verbally. the in crowd. We're not in the in crowd. And, guys, here's, here's how this works. If I had to use an analogy the guy that was in high school, that wasn't part of the preppy group, but was still popular, that's us. That's us. That's that's who I was in high school.
0: I know that's how I was
4: more popular than I was in high school. I know for sure that's who
2: Lee Rob was that guy, too.
0: That's an apt description. Right? Gerald. Gerald was
4: the guy with the letterman's jacket going on. He was just like, he was stuffing He was stuffing. No, 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 no,
2: no. No, 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 wrong, wrong. See, you're not paying attention.
4: I'm kidding. I was
2: never, I was a, I was an athlete, but I was never a jock.
4: I said okay Elroy. I've
2: been around meatheads. I don't do well with meatheads. Okay. I'm sorry. No. No 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 no. I've been around a lot of meatheads in my life. I don't I can't stand them either. Joe the wasn't the
4: one that was listening.
2: The key, no, no, no! You, you, you kept. Interrupting I said L. Rob.
4: I said L. Rob was the guy with the Letterman's jacket. I didn't say oh, Joe. That you know, that's, that's the easy joke. That's the easy joke to have said Joe. Soros. Okay,
2: so, so then maybe I'm, 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 getting maybe hit, maybe hit a target there on that one. <laughs> okay,
4: that's, there you go. Fair but enough. anyways,
2: uh, yes. Yeah, so that's the show. That's what we're gonna be here, guys. And freedom is a very in, freedom and being able to express yourself is a very important thing especially in this medium and a lot of times when you when you kind of hear the 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 words of sellouts right oh this guy sold out Joe Rogan got a lot of that stuff when he went to Spotify right oh well you know Joe you were doing this now you're getting paid 140 million now you're gonna be all ruled I'll be a sellout for
4: 140 well
2: okay so okay let's see you're not getting my point I here. throw
4: okay? I throw stone and l rob 20 million per I think they might be sell out okay
2: we
3: miss an episode
2: here's the thing here's the thing with that it's gonna take a lot to get to that point and 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 we gotta sell out as a subjective thought process okay I won't get into the details of it but but bottom line is we're trying to create a show where you can learn be entertained and like the people you're watching there are gonna be trolls every now and then that are sitting in their houses with, in their underwear with no lives and just think that they can yap all they want they don't know that we're going to find them get into their house and slap them in the face while they're in their underwear yapping like that because i bet you they don't talk like that in front of people's faces right But we're going to call you out on that we're going to call you I've out
4: Lakers shorts on does that count
2: i, I whatever floats your boat man okay. but with that i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> with that Unfortunately, I have to end it with the fact that the Lakers did get swept tonight. The Lakers are out of the playoffs. We are not going to see a rematch of the 2020 finals, unfortunately. But Denver, in all intents and purposes, was they the better it. team. They were the better team all year. Congrats, uh, especially for our, 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 our esteemed chat room patrons. That are Denver Nuggets fans. Uh, good luck in the finals. I hope everything goes well for you. A little bit of me does want the West to always win. So if Denver wins, I'll still be somewhat satisfied. But Lakers, let's see what you guys can start Plus, doing. You'll now be the... right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> your, your opening prediction of the season. Well, yeah, it's going all the way.
2: It, it, it? It, and, and going back to what I've always said during the year yeah. is I hate, I want to be wrong. And I, it, unfortunately it's looking like I'm You're not going to be wrong. Not going to be wrong. And that sucks. And now we're... I have
4: to hear about it all summer long.
2: Great <sighs>
4: on this show. At least with... everybody will be with me. That's yeah. awesome.
2: Good, good, good for everyone. We'll, we'll see how that kind of turns out. But for L. Rob, Gerald, Sean, Laker, Tom, Spirit, Johns, whatever he's doing out there. Yami Sood. Yami Sood and Snow Hansen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Have a great evening, and we will Laker see Nick. you. Laker Nick. We will. Oh, Laker Nick. Can't forget Laker Nick. Laker, Nick, please. We need you on here more now that we're not going to be doing playback. Absolutely. I, You we got to be here. We need some, we need counseling from the counselor, please. I
4: also got to put, I got to put them on retainer just to protect themselves. We'll get them. We'll get them. That's
2: good. That's okay. good. For, 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 again, for the whole Lakers fast break family, gear is started. By the way, guys, some of you that have been asking for gear, I am meeting with my apparel person tomorrow. So the ball will start there. Have a great night. What? Will it say Kyrie Irving on it? Uh, We're going to find out in about two months, I think. (laughs) Have a great night, everyone. God bless,
0: and we'll see you soon.
4: Go Lakers.
2: Go Lakers. Always.